please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail. And in the room, I have my monorail family. Let's start by introducing them one by one, shall we? Who are you? I'm looking at you. <laughs> Who are you? I feel like you won't stop staring, so I wasn't sure if I was going to get called first this time. Apparently, I am. I am Samantha Monorail. Hello, Samantha Monorail. Hi. Welcome back to the delicious dish. Are you trying to mimic my NPR voice? We're doing NPR delicious dish because yesterday we had lots of tasty treats at we the Magic did. Kingdom. We're going to be talking about... Is this ASMR? Uh, Hello. We're going to talk about some tasty treats oh, today. Oh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. It makes me feel angry. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Introducing second, the angry one. I was going to... Say some words about Twilight. Yes, please say some words about <laughs> but Twilight. But I'm really angry about this ASMR <laughs> yes, thing. I derailed the Twilight introduction. I did it. It makes my back feel pain, and my <laughs> I don't like it. I it, think it's just my voice that does that to you. No, it's all ASMR. I have friends who are really into ASMR, mm -hmm. and they would like they would be like, "Here, we kind of look at this," and it it makes. I feel pain. Look at I this. Listen. Isn't it? Listen to this. Well, I don't care. I don't want to. <laughs> ASMR way. for the eyes. What would that be? But <laughs> I get it because I feel pain when dad makes me watch it's a It's not even dad, but... Um, Who are you anyway? So, <laughs> so let's talk about Twilight real quick. Nope. Just real quick. So... I wanted. I watched it last night because I was like, why do people like it so much? Because yep. I remember not liking it. Yeah. And now you love it. No, I don't like it. It's I actually have more critiques on it now than I ever did. I used to not like it just because I was like, this is a bad book. I don't like it. Uh -huh. But now I'm like, the acting's terrible. The, oh my God, the, <laughs> the cinematics, uh -huh. awful. Wow. Like, the Hot takes. story, terrible. The writing's awful. So guys, and every time Bella got hurt, I was laughing because I hated her. Like, oh, she rude. made me hate her. Guys, don't go see Twilight. Don't see it. It's, don't see it. Or if you like it, I guess <laughs> you can see it. But I'm In just, theaters, <laughs> long time ago. Maybe. So, overall, the conclusion of this review, pretty good movie. Pretty good. No. Great movie. I'm not Great doing, film. I'm not doing a bit. Five stars. I don't like it. And lastly, <laughs> on my left. Chimkin Nugget. Oh, Chim very Chimkin. Nice. Chimkin Nugget. Um, welcome back, Garrett Monorail. Any movie you'd like to tell us that we shouldn't see, like, 15 years after it's been released? It was bad. Um, it's bad. It's a new horror movie, actually, yeah. called Chomp the Chimp, where... <laughs> Will you stop talking? Uh, this stop. chimpanzee arrives at the people's house, and they let it in, and it's, it just starts going ape wild. Ch chimp wild? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been the worst introductions of all time. Let's introduce <laughs> the star of the show... 
He is your favorite and mine. Joining us once again out of a one-week podcast jail, Landon the Dawson. Landon, welcome back to the monorail. Yay! And more importantly, I'm out of quarantine. Tested negative on that Woo-hoo! COVID. I have never been more proud to fail a test. Also, y'all missed the opportunity talking about Chomp the Chimp. He went bananas. Come on. It was right there, y'all. <laughs> but that seems like a positive thing, but, but Chump is not happy here. No, no, I get that. I, I, I get that. And, and you know, it, it, it's all fun and games with when the when when the chimpanzee comes in and he like like holds a cigar or, you know, puts on a lady's dress. It's all hilarious. Then he goes bananas. <laughs> I have to say, just because people can't see this right now, Justin looks like he wants to blow up so bad and be like, this is a Disney mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> yep. It's not this that. is the earliest we've ever made Jay give up into the podcast. I, yeah, it's so more, congratulations, everybody. This is resi- Round of this applause. Is what you see is resignation um, because I don't know what to do. And I feel like we went too intense on the discussion of Twilight. And I'm not sure what to do about that. <laughs> We're not here to talk about Twilight? No. No. Like, here we are. <laughs> Episode 137 of the podcast. McKenna may be in podcast jail next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, a lot of legroom in podcast jail. So, you know, enjoy it, McKenna. Sounds nice. Today is December 7th, 2020. And now we can tell you that we've returned from the Magic Kingdom. And we've sampled a lot of those tasty treats we talked to you about last week. And we'll get to some of that later. And actually, there's video evidence of the tasty treats. Mm-hmm. So hang on, because after a little break, after our news segment, we're going to talk about some tasty treats. But first, we're going to start the show with a couple of items of Walt Disney World news. Are you ready for that? Or do you want to talk about Twilight some more? It depends. Okay. <laughs> I need to uh, pitch my chimp movie more. <laughs> okay. Hang on to that. We'll save it for post credits. <laughs> you should do it on your channel. Drive people to the channel. Get the traffic. Yeah, Skelligummy. I can. I can make the movie. But you should make a preview and tell people the preview will be on your channel. Yeah. There you go. Skelligummy everywhere on the YouTube. I'd like to build on a conversation we started on the Parks and Monorails Most Magical Hour last Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. We brought up the fact that Brightline and Disney have reached an agreement to build a train station at Disney Springs. Now, this is long in the future, a couple years, and who knows with the way things are, think construction, things like this keep getting pushed back. But just so you know, the Brightline train currently exists between Miami and Fort Lauderdale. And the plan has been to expand it up to Orlando. And they do, they're actually already building the station at Orlando International Airport. And then the reports were... It would extend eventually over to Tampa, but make a stop somewhere on Disney property. So this was a pretty big announcement because now it's, I mean, do you know we started talking about this like way back when the podcast yeah. first started? It was before we moved here. Yeah. It, like a long time ago, we started talking about this train actually like connecting all through Florida and stopping at Disney, but it just keeps getting more and more real, I hope, because to me, this is good news. I, I think it's awesome. And Landon, I know you said... You seem to be pretty positive on it on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody who flies into the uh, Orlando International Airport a couple times, you know, before the whole World Cut fire thing uh, started. Uh, I would love the possibility to just hop on a train and 
straight shot, uh, drops me off at Disney Springs. I could then get an Uber, which is way cheaper from Disney Springs to my hotel as opposed to like Orlando International Airport where I'm having to pay like 40 bucks both ways. Yeah. Or you could get on a bus for free. Well, the, the, the Tragical Express, the problem is Lana doesn't typically stay at a Disney resort. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I say at a Marriott property, like literally on the border of the Disney property and use the Marriott points. Yeah. And I want to apologize for saying Tragical Express. I, I was I was going to say, <laughs> did I hear that right? That sounds like a, a really awesome, like, uh, no doubt album that never came out. You, you know, you sometimes hear... Um, <laughs> You sometimes hear horror stories of people that, like, you know, they're the last stop on the bus and it takes forever to get their luggage, all different sorts of things. But I think for I, a lot of people, yeah, it I've, works. I've heard that too. Yeah. If you get on the bus and sit down, you can just zone out until you get there. You can, but who wants to zone out? But you want to get to the magic as quickly exactly. as possible. Don't you want to mm. just, like, be. No. So the bright line <laughs> here's what we know about it. Disney World will connect to Orlando and Miami by rail as soon as 2022, according to this that, article. See, this is like the I-4 promise. I don't feel like they're going to deliver on it when they say that. I mean, will. that seems, it seems optimistic, but I mean, we can hope that it happens. I think that the station at the Orlando International Airport is supposed to be built next year, mm. like finished next year. So we'll see. Mm. Uh, the company on Monday, this past Monday, not today, last Monday, announced a deal with Brightline to build the station at Disney Springs. Brightline also is planning to break ground on a Los Angeles to Las Vegas route, which is, that's pretty cool, too. I, I love the idea of just proliferations Why? of efficient trains oh. in the United States. Yeah, mm-hmm. we should have that. Why don't we have a proper transcontinental railroad anymore yeah we need it like i mean amtrak exists but it's just not it's it's not not like a the same it's not a high-speed rail it's not like a bullet train kind of thing lots of other countries are far ahead of us in terms of train transit amtrak looks huge amtrak looks like the back to the future three train right no (laughs) (laughs) amtrak kind of looks like a subway like it's just a i know i'm just kidding um Trying to make it sound old. Get the joke. Oh, sorry. That one <laughs> it went right over my head, just like a flying Back to the Future train. Hi <laughs> I just wanted to. I, I want to tie it back to Disney in this way. First of all, yesterday the fit. The yesterday, according to us, we're the fit. The fifth. Oh, we're recording on Sunday the sixth. Yesterday the fifth was Walt Disney's birthday. Walt Disney. Oh, happy birthday. Walt Disney, a huge train fan. He loved them. That's true. Mm-hmm. So. The band? Yes. He, <laughs> his, Drops of Jupiter in her head. We can't pay for that, so. Uh, well, it didn't, didn't last sound that. anything like it. So. <laughs> yeah, true. I was going to say, I don't know if anybody wants to pay for that one. And like, like speaking on Walt Disney's trains, how long has the train been down in Magic Kingdom? Oh, it's over. It seems it's like it's over a, a year now. Yeah, yeah. TTA is in competition with it right now. Yeah, I you mean, they, soon TTA. Yeah, they uh, they closed it when they started construction on the Tron coaster, mm-hmm. which I can't remember how far last back that year. went, but it was last year for sure. It seemed like it was fall or winter of last year, so it's it's probably been about a year that it's been down. Yeah, um, and it won't be back up. Until they're done with Tron the construction, construction I think. looks really cool, though. It does. Uh, it's yeah. got this like they've, dome. Well, they've started building the outdoor, like yeah, playground dome. No, it's not <laughs> a playground dome. <laughs> it's a it's a big canopy over the outdoor section of mm-hmm. the of the track, and it looks very cool. 
construction on that's going well and moving along. So I hope that construction on the Brightline train and the stop at Disney Springs moves along at just as rapid a pace as the Tron construction. That would be awesome. Yeah. No, um, I, like, like if I'm being honest, I think 2022 might be a little pie in the sky hoping uh, for the best. Maybe, but we can hope. Speaking of alternative means of travel, I read this just a couple days ago, and I thought this was pretty interesting. According to WDWmagic.com, Disney characters will soon be visiting Walt Disney World Resort hotels via RVs. Customized RVs. <laughs> this is weird. It is weird. <laughs> but in a lot of cases, character dining isn't really a thing right now. I mean, you can do it at Garden Grill, but they look at you over a wall. You, you know, <laughs> Crystal Palace opened back up, but they're not doing character dining. The princesses are not at Cinderella's royal table. So a lot of the character dining that you'd expect just is non-existent. So I think Disney's continuing to try to find ways to bring character experiences to the park, especially in um, the deluxe resorts where character experiences are supposed to be kind of part of the deal. Mm -hmm. And so basically these are going to be kind of unannounced surprised visits by the characters on customized RVs uh, to the parking lots. You want to know what I just visualized in my head? It made me kind of laugh. What's that? You know how the Pope has car that's all glass? Yeah, the Pope mobile. Yeah. yeah. So they could do that with the RVs. It's all glass. But <laughs> then I thought it would be funny because, you know, you got like stuff in RVs, like chairs and everything. And um, in all the parking lots, they have speed bumps. So <laughs> they're going to see Mickey Mini like, <laughs> you know, grabbing stuff to hold stuff. Yeah. I don't know. That's what happens in my head all the time. It's my own little comedy show. <laughs> Keep going. Well, I mean, that was that was it. I just now is time for the reactions. So it's this weird. Is weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, it it is a little outside of the box. Not talking about the glass box that Sam was having them travel around in, but at the same time, it's uh, it's. I think it's interesting in Disney trying to make the best of a bad situation because you did talk about, especially at the uh, deluxe resorts, the character interaction is kind of rolled in and built into the cost. So, I mean, they're they're trying to figure out a solution to a problem that everybody's having to deal with. Um, and it seems like the character cavalcades have been yeah. popular and successful and done done very well. So, I mean, like, I sure, so. why not? More character interactions, never bad. I think Unless, so. like, like, you mentioned Garden Grill. Apparently, like, uh, it can get a little awkward and weird. Be like, okay, yes, Pluto, we've seen you seven times. Back up. I want to eat my eggs. <laughs> Just because it's like, like there's, there's not as many people that they have to interact with. Yeah. So what are they going to do? They're just going to ride into the parking lot, and then people are going to stand outside together, bunched up, but not with the characters? Well, it says that, you know, of course, they're going to be encouraging social distancing at these interactions. Picture what you've seen at, like, Epcot, where Pooh comes out, and <laughs> that was a weird sentence. Raising. <laughs> Joy, Joy comes out to the field outside of imagination, and she's kind of hanging out, and people will stand by the fence, and she goes and poses for selfies and things, and then does her thing. And I think the this will be similar. People can Or Stitch on the stage at Tomorrowland. People can come up and get pictures and move along. I think it'll be similar to that. Hmm. But it's in the parking lot? In the parking lot, yeah. That's where else will an RV go? Well, um, yeah, I was I thinking like like maybe they would come up where everybody comes to like you know unload their suitcases and stuff like that. They're next to the front door mm -hmm. or, or like 
maybe come in even. I don't know, but it's th- not ideal. But again, going back to what I originally said, they're they're trying to make the best yeah. of a weird situation. No, yeah. I think it's good to try and bring characters out more. Um, but I just not. I'm not sure how this is going to work. Also, it's cold outside. So. I mean, Florida cold. Yeah, Let's no, it's cold. I was it's shaking in my boots. Because <laughs> you were scared? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was cold. What year? It's not that bad. No, it's cold. It got chilly last night. I was a little chilly. I had pain leg cold. <laughs> I will say, you, you said it's just Florida cold. Like, it, it can get chilly to the point where it's like last time I was down there in the winter. It's like, oh, I left my hoodie in my hotel. Well, guess whose uh, dumb backside is buying a jacket because it did get too cold. I mean, it was like we were. I was glad that we all had layers last night. Mm-hmm. I was wearing a sweater, and well, it was a sweatshirt, but it was still too cold. I wish I had more. <laughs> well, it's like Val yesterday said um, that when she was leaving from the hotel one day, the uh, one of the cast members said um, at the hotel, "Yeah, it's seventy, um, and it's morning, and so it's supposed to get warmer." She said. That she gets to the park and it's cold. And even though it's 70, which is not supposed to be cold, it's a different, like the wind is what gets yeah. it. If you're in the shade and the wind's blowing, it does. It feels mm-hmm. a little bit uh, chilly. If I wake up and it's 70, I grab a cardigan if I'm going outside because I know it's going to be chilly. It's because we've acclimated and our blood is thin and we are weak now. <laughs> yeah, subhuman. Yeah. So we go out. We get chilly. But, yeah. Um, Ooh, chili does sound good, right? <laughs> I was going to say, Michelle made a nice some good dish. chili last week. <laughs> she did. It was, it was very tasty. It's fine. I liked it. We all liked it, but McKenna... Yeah, I liked it. McKenna is her own worst critic of her chili. So, character RVs. I mean, Landon, you brought up the, the cavalcades and how people have been fans of those. They've been pretty successful in the parks. There, There are things... Elements of the character caval- cavalcades that I hope continue even once everything is mm-hmm. kind of somewhat back to normal. Like I really, for example, enjoy the character pontoons at Animal Kingdom. I think those are very cool. Yeah, those look great. Mm-hmm. And I hope they keep doing that. And, you know, some of the other things like the characters coming out at Magic Kingdom on the train station and waving at everybody. I think that's pretty cool. Like just different opportunities um, to bring characters and, and get more interaction with them in the parks in different ways where you don't have to go stand in line and, and you know, to get a picture and an autograph. I'm all for it. So, I think this is good. Good job, Disney. For That's now. For that. In that aspect. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another thing I think is very good. There is currently testing going on at select retail stores for mobile merchandise checkout. Now, the way this works is you basically use your My Disney Experience app, you scan things as you pick them up, and you... Oh, you do have to get a uh, designated mobile checkout shopping bag. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Then you scan out Adam's... <laughs> Adam's? Adam must be Hashtag thinking... Hashtag waiting for Adam's. Yeah, Adam must be thinking of me right now. Thinking, thinking of you, Adam. Um, <laughs> what a bromance. Scan, scan out... Of, <laughs> scan items wow. as you add them to your bag... And then tap checkout when you're finished, and then you pay on your phone. And then as you leave, you show your QR code to a cast member. It's similar to like leaving Costco or Sam's or something like that. And you're like, look, I did pay for all these things in the bag. And then off you go. And you didn't have to wait in line. That's 
Hmm? This feels like more steps. It's not really. You scan, and then you go to the checkout. No, you don't go to a checkout. Well, you scan at the checkout. No. Scan the checkout. You said scan the checkout. Scan items. When you're ready to check out, yeah, but you said you click- scan the checkout. No, I kept trying to say scan the items, and I said Adams. You, sc- you scan the items that you want to put in your bag. You scan them, put them in your bag, and then when you're ready to check out, you check out on your phone. Mobile checkout. And then you have to wait in a line to show a cast member a QR code? The same kind of line that you would... Wait to check out? No. Because the thing is, all it is is they're looking at... Listen, listen. You get you show them your QR code. They scan it. It's going to show them the list of items. They look in your bag and they're like, bam, 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 bam. Good. Good to go. It's not the same as going in the... They have to take every item, scan it. You have to pay. All that's done. What if I don't want the hanger? Well, actually, that's that's actually part of the reason that cast member is there to do the scan of the QR code. Like uh, anything that has a sensor on it, they'll remove any hangers uh, that they've been hung on. They'll probably take uh, if you get like a coffee mug, like my uh, killer poison apple mug right here. They'll wrap it uh, for, you know, travel and stuff like that. I think I, I think this is a really awesome thing mm-hmm. that Disney is introducing because we were talking before we started rolling my last trip down to Epcot up uh, and in one of the places that it is being tested out at um mouse gears it's like okay all right i waited in line for like 15 minutes and that 15 minutes we've talked about on this podcast your most valuable currency when you're in disney is time Mm -hmm. and that's 15 minutes that i could have spent anywhere else like 15 minutes i could have spent standing in line for a ride as opposed to 15 minutes standing and waiting for me to get my figment shirt and diet coke rung up Mm -hmm. i i I am curious like like for uh annual pass holders there if their discount will automatically be taken into account on the my disney experience app i would imagine it would but like i think this is really cool and hopefully this doesn't lead to a rise in you know stealing and theft of merchandise uh um, cause that thought did cross my mind, but it's like, I, I, I'm looking forward to if this is successful, it being implemented elsewhere. Yeah, me too. I think it's great. And like you said, they're testing it at mouse gear at Epcot and also at everything pop at Disney's pop century resort, which I think is a, that's a cool way to do it. Mm. Like one resort shop, one park shop. And, um, yeah, I, I think that people won't be. I mean, sure, people are going to try it. Of course, people are going to try to like, well, let's see if I can sneak a couple items out of here. But with cast members standing at the doors, they're going to see that you've got the mobile checkout bag, right? Mm -hmm. And so they're going to know like, oh, I'm supposed to check this stuff. And again, if there are security tags on things, you'll probably set off alarm if you don't get it taken off. Like, so hopefully there'll be some safeguards in place. And also hopefully people won't be trying to steal um, Garrett. Garrett. <laughs> no. Known kleptomaniac Garrett Kritzinger. Yeah, but I love I love it too. I mean, I think anything where we can make things a little more efficient, and um, especially during COVID times, this is another way that you hopefully don't have to wait in a line. And, you know, exchanging things back and forth with a, a cast member, they, they try to keep that as, as safe and, um, you know, healthy as possible with the plexiglass and everything going on. You know uh, what the problem's going to be? What's the problem? So one of the things that I do whenever I go uh, to shop anytime, just shopping in general, is I like to carry stuff around. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to get this yeah. in the beginning. And, and by the end of the trip, mind, yeah. a lot of, or by shopping, 
a lot of it goes back on the shelf. I'm going to get in so much trouble. I thought about that, too, because actually this is probably a good thing for Disney because the impulse buys will probably increase. Because when you are waiting in line, sometimes that's when you decide, you know, I don't really need this thing. Mm. I do that. I do it a lot. Actually, McKenna and I are the worst because we'll go to Nordstrom Rack and we'll pick up all the stuff. And by the time we're getting ready to leave, we've put most of it back. So, or all of it, and we just leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody does that, right? It's something you put some things in your cart as you're walking around. The, the longer you stay in a store, you're like, do I really need this thing? Yep. Mm-hmm. The more time you have to think, I don't know if I really want to spend $34.99 on these like uh, figment slippers yeah. or something yeah. like that. I mean, I do. It's no, we more all of do, a, but... I don't know if I should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Anyways, new change, new technology usage, and hopefully a more efficient experience shopping. I, I, I hope that it goes well. It's similar to the rollout of the, you know, the the new bag check stations and things where mm-hmm. um, they've got this, the intelligent scanners that you just walk through. We experienced it yesterday at the Magic Kingdom. It was my probably second time going to a park with a backpack and not actually having to, like, take that backpack off and have them go through it. And it's just, man, it's so nice. Those things must be pretty expensive, though. The scanners? Yeah, because they only have two. <laughs> yeah, they don't have very many of them. Um, that's true. But you don't need a lot when people can just walk through. Yeah. I, I mean, but it would be nice to have a little bit more. Yeah. Get people in there faster. I get that. Yeah. We went yesterday. We arrived at Magic Kingdom around 2. There were no lines for anything, like security temperature checks the monorail we walked onto the monorail um and then just walked into the park it was like a perfect entry experience but that's what happens when you get to magic kingdom at 2 p.m but that's crazy because yesterday i mean yes it was walt's birthday so it was a big day on uh on all disney properties yesterday all four parks or i say yesterday the day we're recording this but uh december 5th on saturday all four parks hit capacity oh yeah it did it was busy (laughs) it was was really busy yeah and, and, of course, right now when they say the parks are at capacity, what they mean is they have officially either sold or people have reserved up to that 35%. So, if, you, if you're a person who has, like, a, a park pass for Epcot or Magic Kingdom and you hear, oh, the parks reach capacity, you're still going to be allowed in because your park pass is considered part of that use capacity. So, you know, that's why yesterday, you know, we, we went in at 2, even though the parks say they were at capacity at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, it was no issue, but it was busy. Of course, we didn't do a lot of riding yesterday. We did mostly eating. <laughs> oh, oh, I rode what three things? We, we yeah. No, mom didn't. Mom rode two. Yeah, but you, me, and Garrett rode yeah. three things. So, but mostly it was about the food. You brought up figment slippers, so I feel like this is a good segue into our last topic here, which absolutely my Christmas list. If any listeners want to yeah. get me. Oh, you're not going that way. Yeah, your Christmas list. Yeah. Well, this could be part of your Christmas list, really. Um, not the first time that we've heard this from Tony Baxter, but during a VIP reception as part of Walt Disney's Birthplaces virtual celebration yesterday, or Saturday, December 5th, Tony Baxter did say that he would love the chance to redo Journey into Imagination with Figment and, in fact, suggested that maybe we need a feature film starring Figment. So, first of all, 100% agree with you, Tony Baxter. On board. 
But second of all, this isn't really news per se. I think it's funny that when something's not an IP, they're going to make it an IP in a traditional sense. And he's technically an IP. Well, okay. I mean, like movie style. Not Guardians of the Galaxy is what, yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. They're like, you know what? If it doesn't have a movie, might as well make it one. They did it with the Haunted Mansion. They did it with Pirates. <laughs> and well, Jungle Cruise. And and Jungle yeah, Cruise. True. Coming soon. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it has uh, Rock the Dwayne Johnson in it, so so it's going to be great. Rock the Dwayne. <laughs> 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 That's it. I like say it. I want to say that from now on. It's Rock Good, the Dwayne. Go for it. Shout out to Danhausen. Yeah, I mean, you all are... You seem not excited or interested. In- I like no, Figment. I'm, I am interested. I'm always um, interested. I really like what we have now, but I've heard a lot of people say that the old one was better. It needs an update, but also mm-hmm. I am used to empty promises. So. <laughs> yeah, and again, th- that's why I said this isn't really news, because this isn't a promise. This is just a Imagineer saying who's basically something. saying that if you if you never rode the original ride... And you've only seen it like since 2000, then you have really no idea what this ride was like. And he actually said the current version is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, some strong language. I noticed that too in the quote. And, and it's like, I don't know if he's necessarily wrong because I mean, like the original to what we have now is two vastly different things. Yeah. And I'll echo what McKenna said. It's like, I do think this is an attraction that needs an update, but it's like Figment's such a beloved character. I mean, he's the unofficial mascot of Epcot. I mean, that or the Epcot ball, as we like to say on this uh, podcast, Epcot but ball. there it is. Yeah. Hashtag Epcot, Epcot ball. Uh, but I like, yeah, it's like like also what Jay said. It's like this isn't really news. This 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 could be like the recently retired Joe Rody saying, "I promise, I will fix the Yeti." It's <laughs> yeah. like, okay, Joe, good luck with that. Um, but and and this isn't the first time uh, T to the B has said he wants to do something with Figment. But I do think it's funny. He's like, let's get a uh, animated feature starring uh, Figment. I, w- I would be all for that. He even he even made the, the joke to uh, start a Kickstarter for it. So. Yeah. Uh, We'll, we'll we'll donate five Disney dollar dues if if that happens. <laughs> I, I, it would be really cool, and I know it won't happen if it was done in traditional animation, like mm-hmm. how you see on on Figment's TV. That yeah, I would like that. I'd be on board for that. I don't know that we need a uh, like a live action kind of a CGI looking Figment. I think, I think it'll ugh. probably be that though. I think that could happens. be potentially scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'd be a be a fan of that, and, and this is coming from a dude that loves Figment. All they'd have to do is make him like he is on the ride. They could yeah. make him in a traditional style, and then the rest of it can be animation because Figment can do whatever he wants, mm-hmm. like that Peach Dragon. Sure, mm-hmm. I've seen that. <laughs> you haven't? I haven't. What? Who are your parents? I don't know. God. Well, he did. So he did say he would like it to be a full length animated feature. So I think that, that would could, probably be the way to do it. That could mean anything, though. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of different styles of animation. Right. But I, what that suggests to me is that it wouldn't be like a live action with well, animated characters. I didn't think it was going to be that anyways. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's what I'm hoping for. I just... I want Figment to get more love. If they do mm-hmm. end up, you know, if if somehow they decided to go down the route of a feature film, hopefully it wouldn't be like a Country Bears Wait. disaster. And- <laughs> I just realized I contradicted myself. I said it would probably be live action, and then I said I didn't think. I If they're going to be cheap about it, it would be live action. 
but I don't think that's the way they're going to go. Well, yeah. I mean, if they if they were to do it, but hopefully someone around the Disney company is listening and Tony Baxter is maybe getting in their ears a little bit about doing something like this. He is, by the way, um, going to be working as creative advisor for the reimagining of Splash mm-hmm. Mountain. So, I mean, you know, while he's around, why not uh, pull him into an office and be like, let's talk. Just start gutting things. <laughs> Well, that's a that's a dark way to look at it. But yeah, it's like when you mention he's involved in the uh, reimagination or reimagining uh, <laughs> of Splash Mountain. Clearly, Disney is still listening to him, even though he's kind of taking a step back. And it's like, I mean, like I'm I, I'm like you, more figment the better. Yeah. Like like I I love that purple little weirdo. Like it's like even even and it, it cracks me up a few weeks ago when when they put on his Christmas sweater, all of uh, Diz Twitter exploded over yeah. it. And, and it's like like I'm not gonna lie. He can rock that sweater. So, I mean, clearly there is, there, I know, right? Like, like, like dude can kill in that sweater. But, uh, so clearly there's a fan base for figment. So, I mean, like, come on, give him some love. How about this? Let's all think about it for a while. Let's think really hard. And maybe if we concentrate hard enough on figment, we will will it into existence. All right. In love three, it. two, one. I believe in fairies. Shut up. <laughs> You're supposed to concentrate. And you were supposed to say figment. We failed. I was going to say, we've been failing this entire segment, but I don't think yeah. that's going to stop us. No. <laughs> All right. We went a little bit longer than I intended to for segment one. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, because I don't want to steal all the thunder from our upcoming YouTube video. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about our experience yesterday in Magic Kingdom and just maybe give our our highlight or what our favorite treat was or something like that. We'll figure it out. And we'll do that when we return. Welcome back to the monorail. It is now time to talk tasty treats. Everyone's favorite subject. Yesterday, we were in the Magic Kingdom. Yesterday, and I say yesterday. Yesterday, as of the time of this recording. Saturday, we were in the Magic Kingdom. Not only celebrating Walt Disney's birthday, but also celebrating sugar. Because our goal was to try as many of the holiday special treats as we could. And... By the way, we had a couple of friends with us while we were on this adventure. Lewis and Val. Yeah. We're there in the Magic Kingdom, and we got to hang out with them for a little while. That was so cool. So shout out to Lewis and Val. Thanks for letting us tag along with you yesterday. It was awesome. They're so fun. Yeah. Good people. They're awesome. Good people. They have great Twitters. You can follow at Disney Pick a Day is Lewis at Val Pal Mickey is Val. Both of them. Lots of great Disney content on their Twitter, so make sure you're- Val's Twitter handle is really strong. I like that. I, I, I appreciate yeah. a good rhyme. Yes, it is very good. And she gives you all the Disney facts that you may not know. If you want to become like a Disney genius, follow Val Pal Mickey. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I definitely had some items from the list that we read last week that I wanted to try. And I was actually pretty satisfied. We, we managed to try most of the things that were kind of like unique or different. Um, some of the new things this year. 
Any highlights come to your mind, guys? From you things- didn't make it to the Yule log in time. We, I wanted that Yule. It's true. Uh, <laughs> Pinocchio Village Hoss, similar to a lobster roll in our history. The place <laughs> it closed down before we were able to get over there, and we did not try the Yule log. Yeah, it's disappointing because just looking at the description, that thing sounds delicious. Yeah, the chocolate Yuletide wishes from Pinocchio Village Hoss, chocolate cake filled with chocolate mousse, covered with chocolate ganache, lots of chocolate. Uh, Val and Lewis had it, mm-hmm. and they said it was very good. It's true. So. Yeah. We wouldn't know, but they, <laughs> well, they enjoyed it. Here's what I'll do. No I'll t- shade being thrown from Sam at all. I love it. <laughs> I'll tell you what we did try, and then you guys, if you have any. Garrett, did. I don't think you tried any of these things, did you? The cupcake. No, I did not. Just the cupcake I at the end. I just tried the cupcake. Well, we did get the twice upon a cupcake from the Main Street Bakery, which is a confetti Christmas tree uh, on top of vanilla cupcake. With red velvet hid, hid, bless you. You all right? Yep. With a red velvet hidden Mickey inside. Um, it was fine. It was fine. No, that's it. Well, that's it. Um, <laughs> it was my favorite thing I had because it was the only thing I had. <laughs> well, you had a cake pop. From Actually, Starbucks. I liked the cake pop more. That wasn't a special treat. Much like every country for uh, Gareth, they're all tied at number one. Um, that's disappointing to hear. It's just okay or it's fine because it looks really cool like like, especially with the with the mickey on the inside like like that's that that's pretty awesome and then the ton of icing and and what's what's underneath that layer of of green icing is that like like it's confetti or something confetti cake okay okay all right i don't icing is cool for me but that was a lot of icing yeah and with with the sugar um things on top that was gross to me yeah the lights the bottom of of it was really tasty to me the lights they're like sugar candy lights that are on the christmas tree my taste is easy to please well the thing about it is we felt like it was just it was dry yeah so disney has a cupcake problem um and I think that they could really benefit from putting something like a little bit of pudding in their cupcake mix because that would keep it moist. Because by the time I guess they make them, they're cool. Then you finally get one. It's been a while since they've been made, and they're just dry at that point. Yeah, they dry so, out quite a bit. I thought it was pretty good, um, except the top of it. Yeah, I didn't get to get much confetti cake because there was so much icing on it. I didn't want to eat it. <laughs> that does look like a lot of icing to echo what Garrett said. At least there's one picture. Mm-hmm. Dang. It is a lot of icing. But that's my uh, my pro tip to the pros at uh, Disney. I am not a pro, but put some uh, pudding in your uh, cupcakes. Yeah, something. I, mm. I don't think we've had a lot of success with their cupcakes at, at the Magic Kingdom for sure. Yeah. Um, we ended up over at Gaston's Tavern and we tried Bell's Enchanted Christmas Tree. This was pretty good. Like, I was actually surprised at how tasty this one was. Again, this one is almond macaroons with a cranberry orange filling stacked to create a Christmas tree. What we found was kind of that the way that they do it is it's like a large macaroon and then a medium size and then a small one. And they're stacked up so that they gradually get smaller like a tree. The outside of the large macaroon was was pretty crunchy. That's because you're not supposed to make macaroons that big. Right. But as you got to the center of it, and then as you ate the smaller ones, they were actually like soft and moist the way macaroons are supposed to be with like kind of a crust on the outside. Yeah. I really liked it. I thought that was tasty. I liked it, um, but a French baker would be or like patisserie person Mm -hmm. would be very upset (laughs) like a classically trained 
person. Yeah. They wouldn't like it. I thought it was fine. I liked the, uh, the, like, icing it had because it was like a whipped cream icing. It was, it was a light mm. icing. Yeah. yeah. And I like, I like that, but it was fine. And this was a new thing this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks cool. Yeah, it does. It looks very cool. And, uh, one thing I do want to say about all these things, they're all really kind of pre-made and they pull them out of a cooler and give them to you, which I wonder if that's part of what the problem is with the cupcakes. You know, they've been maybe sitting mm-hmm. for, for a long time. Said. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not fresh, yeah. so to speak. But I mean, like, like, like I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not surprised to hear Sam say it was just fine because it's like just looking at the description, it's like that, that. That could be okay, but it might be one of these special treats that ends up looking better than actually tastes. That's what I think. I think it looks really cool. I don't mm-hmm. think it tastes bad. Um, I mean, it's just... I, I've had some amazing macaroons. This was not an amazing macaroon, so... I liked it a lot more than you did, though. Like I for know. me, I liked For me, it was like maybe one of my favorite things we had yesterday. I yeah. kind of want to go get macaroons. <laughs> <laughs> Get some. We can make some. I know. You should get those baby Yoda macaroons. Yeah. Oh yeah. For like no, $50. for fifty dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, we also over at Storybook Treats, we tried Minnie's Merry Cherry Sunday, which is cherry soft serve, hot fudge, whipped cream, holiday sprinkles, and a mini bow. It wasn't just cherry soft serve. It was cherry vanilla. It was swirl. cherry vanilla swirl. It doesn't say that in description, but it was cherry vanilla. And swirl. it was my favorite. Your, hmm. your favorite item. Mm-hmm. Okay, like is is somebody who isn't super big on cherry stuff. Like the the only thing I really like cherry wise is cherry coke. Mm-hmm. Would this be something that that I should try or or just so. stri- strictly bypass? I I would try it if I were you. I think it was pretty good. Um, it wasn't like overwhelmingly okay. cherry because it was with the vanilla and the chocolate. You know, I, I don't know if you're a fan of chocolate dip, dipped cherries at all, but it was a little bit reminiscent mm. of that. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Good, good marks for that one. It was up there for me too. Um, and then we tr- we got a chance to try the orange bird as well. The at Sunshine Tree Terrace, an orange bird Christmas orange scented white chocolate mousse filled with orange curd. It to me this was very much like a creamsicle. Yeah, I thought it was. Um, weird on the first bite. I wasn't sure at first, but then I, after I started getting the taste, I was like, "Oh, this is good." Yeah. You know, it mm. just took a minute. For- it's like the orange on the outside is a crunchy shell. Mm-hmm. You break it up, and there's uh, the orange scented white chocolate mousse filled with orange curd, and the little cake it was on at the bottom mm-hmm. was really tasty. Yeah, it was all. Good. I was going to say, there's so much orange. Like as you bite into it, it probably plays Rocky Top. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's very tasty. If you like orange or you like creamsicles, I think you would really like that. That turned into a, a nice surprise because I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Yeah. And again, it looks cool. Like like can can you eat the orange bird thing on top or yeah. is that plastic? It's you a chocolate. It. It's a chocolate. Ooh. It's not a very tasty chocolate. <laughs> it's one of those. Is it like the chocolate and the Red's Revenge thing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like okay. That. So you can't eat it, but you probably shouldn't. You don't need you to. You don't need to. Yeah. You could just toss it. Yeah. <laughs> It's decoration. <laughs> and then the last sweet treat we got was the pistachio chai tea float Terrible. from Aloha Isle. Yes. Pistachio soft serve 
in spiced chai tea and a red velvet cake pop ornament. Um, I like trying things that are unusual, especially when it comes to treats, because so many things are just like typically, oh, look, here's chocolate. Here's vanilla. Um, I had high hopes for this. It was kind of gross. It was bad. It was disgusting. I had the cake pop, and so I got to taste some of the drink on the cake pop, and that was gross. And then I ate the cake pop, and it was gross. <laughs> so, mm. it, like, the cake pop wasn't even good. Yeah. They, well, and just like, 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 looking at the description and hearing Jay read it out, it's like, I. It just doesn't sound good, let alone probably taste good. And 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 according to the to the judges, it's a uh, big old thumbs down all yeah, around. Yeah, I don't know. I I think if you're over at Aloha Isle, just get like a Dole Whip float instead. Probably. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you're at Aloha Isle. What else is you gonna get except Sam, who who, who just probably hell, you probably can't even drink the water there just nope. because it's so close to to pineapple. They're pretty good about not cross contaminating stuff. Yeah. Luckily, but I don't like going there. It does make me nervous. <laughs> I mean, I get that. I get that. So, so uh, is is that all that y'all had when it came to the uh, tasty festive treats for the sweets? Yes, those were okay. the only things we tried. Okay, because because I'm I'm looking through this list and it's like um, I'm going to ask y'all: Did y'all head to Pecos Bill? Because I want like like that. Let it snow taco sounds pretty dang good, and it looks pretty dang good too. Yeah, we, we passed by Pecos Bill, but we didn't try it. And the re- one of the reasons we didn't put this one on the list was, for us, it, we were worried that one would be one that looks better than it tastes. I get that. Yeah. And it's going to taste like those lights that are on the cupcake. It's, it's going to taste like the orange bird head or the Red's Revenge chocolate. <laughs> maybe. That's what I worry about, because it's decorative chocolate that it's covered in. It is, yeah. It's got a lot of decorative chocolate on it. <laughs> it does, yeah. Um, it it looks like it's going to be basically a, a sugar cookie sandwich with the salted caramel and spiced chocolate mousse inside. Who knows? It could be really good. I, if you've tried that one, let us know. We just <laughs> let it snow. Um, <laughs> we just decided to pass the let it snow taco. Uh, but we did go to Cosmic Rays and we did try the spice up your holiday spicy chicken sandwich. That was my number one treat out of all the treats. Mm. It was really good. It was, it was ice spicy. cream. No, no. This beats the ice cream, I think. I really like chicken sandwiches. I mean, that looks good. good. It's like I'd, I'd get some of the stuff on the side or in the trash can pickles. <laughs> I'm looking at you. But I mean, like that, like spicy chicken sandwich with the sriracha aioli. Sign me up every day of the week. I that sounds like, great. I would have liked to try it, but I forgot to ask. I will tell you this, though. If you're someone who's spice sensitive... It was surprisingly spicy. Oh. So yeah. it packs a punch. Okay. Yeah. Um, Val also tried this spicy chicken sandwich, and, and that was her comment. She she typically doesn't like a lot of spice. It was maybe on the spicy side for her. Uh, but I like spice. Me too. I'm usually mm-hmm. disappointed when you get a spicy thing in the parks because they're not very spicy. Ever. Um, this it, it didn't make my eyes water, but you definitely got a kick from it. So that was good. Yeah, I, it was good. Maybe I try it. Yeah, you should. I think you'd like it, Garrett. I think you would too, Garrett. You're used to spice now from eating our food here at the house. Would you say from all the <laughs> specialty sandwiches we've gotten from Cosmic Rays for the holidays, is this your favorite? Oh. I think it was. For me, it was. I, I would put it over the Lotso Burger we had last year. Yeah. Is that the one with the bacon jam? Yeah. Oh, that's hard. Raspberry bacon jam. Mm. That was good, but at the end of the day, the chicken 
was better for me than like the patty of the burger. Yeah, you're right. The chicken was really, really good. So you could see the spice in the chicken when you bite into it. There was like strips of where they inject like spicy yeah. into it. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. So if you do enjoy a little spice in your chicken, go try that spicy chicken sandwich at Cosmic Rays. I would like to give that a shot. It sounds good. Yeah. And of course, it's- and, it, and especially when it's quote Florida cold, yeah. uh, it can warm you up. <laughs> it does. And you've got that cool Mickey brand on top of it too. Um, that, that makes any food automatically better. Yeah. I mean, that's just science. I know. It's That's always tempting to me. If I see a burger or, or some sandwich that's got a Mickey brand on top of it, I'm like, ah, maybe I want that. Who cares if it's tuna salad? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, there are a lot of churros. I mean, we talked about it last week. There's a lot of churros around the parks, a lot of different. And I actually kind of like that because one of the things I think they do it at Disneyland is you can get a lot of different flavored churros kind of around Disneyland. And they don't do that so much at Disney World. But for the holidays, uh, at least in Magic Kingdom, there's, I think, three different flavors of churro that you can get right now. Which So if you're a churro fan. Why do you have to get a churro to get eggnog? That's that's the worst decision <laughs> yeah, they've made. Oh, you're talking about the sugar and spice churro. I'm looking at it now. It's like, I mean, it's nice. It comes with a side of eggnog, but if that's the only way you can get it, that's 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 kind of a bummer. Why yeah, not let people get eggnog. <laughs> that was let my the only people hope. get eggnog. Before we were going to Magic Kingdom. I was like, I asked, I asked, um, Dad, hey. Uh, do they have eggnog? Because I'd like to get eggnog. And he said, yeah, they have eggnog. We went, and I didn't get eggnog. <laughs> I'll get you eggnog today. Garrett was very disappointed. <laughs> and also, I really dig the uh, the uh, popcorn uh, holder uh, they have, the yeah. uh, white uh, Christmas tree popcorn bucket. That thing looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And we did see that. Um, last year, of course, the it was a green Christmas tree with just Mickey in front of it, which Garrett ended up getting last year. Yeah. Also, um, was cool. Yeah, the white Christmas tree is cool. Uh, there was one that Garrett had his eye on though. That's it's like three Christmas bells in the. I saw sh- I saw them selling that last year. Yeah, in the shape of a Mickey head, um, and it looks like that must have been a last year thing because we couldn't find it anywhere this mm-hmm. year. Uh, but yeah, it's a, that's a cool one, and they've got the Sven Sipper. If you're a fan of Sven. That was at Cosmic Rays. We saw that there. And by the way, we, we witnessed a man drop the Sven sipper, and it broke. His foot broke. Ooh. And he was able great. to yeah he was able to take it and exchange it. They gave him a new one. Oh, well, there you go. Good customer service. But, you know, that's uh, not that shocking coming from Disney. Like, like it seems like the sipper thing is like a like a new hotness fad. How do y'all feel on that? Because, like, like when it comes to collectibles, it's like, eh. I love sippers. Okay. I think they're cool, but um, I'm never allowed, like, when I get them to to use them. So. (laughs) That's true. We are not allowed to use our sippers. Okay. First of all, they're hard to clean because you'd have to hand clean them. You can't put them in the dishwasher. If you drink something sticky out of it, you've got to reach your, you know, get some sort of a long sponge on a stick. And stick it in there and get it in all the crevices. If only they made something to get in. They do, but guess who has to clean them? Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're not. If you want to clean it yourself, drink out of your sippers. Fine. You're welcome to do so. I've got the Mickey birthday celebration sipper back here. I, I'm not always really big on the sippers, but some of them I think are cool. But, of course, we use them similar to the popcorn buckets, mostly as decoration mm-hmm. once we get them home. Collectibles. 
Disney gets our money in a lot of ways. I like to use my popcorn buckets. Mm -hmm. We always forget them. Yeah, well, this time I didn't use it because it has popcorn in it. (laughs) Clean it out. I think it was either Garrett or Sam a couple podcasts ago, uh, y'all were talking about popcorn buckets, and then they said it's like, and I never remember to bring them. Yes. So, yeah. It's always the case. I I actually got kind of a standard bucket at Epcot one time, and we still don't take that one. Because sometimes, you know, you're like, well, I don't want to, this one's nice. What if I break it or lose it or something? You know, I forget it on Spaceship Earth because I fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, because you get stuck in the dark. <laughs> I just want popcorn. The end. Where was it that uh, Lewis said, was it at Hollywood Studios? He said they had some yeah. really good flavored popcorn Over at Hollywood near Studios. near Mickey and Minnie's Runaway yeah. Railway. Yeah. Yep. He said it had like chocolate or something on it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm up for that. Flavored popcorn is always a delicious treat. I agree. Yeah. I've never had any of the flavored popcorn down there. I always just get regular, almost yeah. said something I can't say on this podcast. I know I know. we talked you into trying the flavored popcorn in Epcot. The, the what is it? The cheddar? There's three. Uh, buffalo, sour cream, and onion, and cheddar. Yeah. And uh, yesterday, Lewis coined the phrase Epcorn. Epcorn. <laughs> Epcorn. So... <laughs> <laughs> I love that, and I'm going to steal it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is no longer Epcot. Is Epcorn? Yeah, from now from now until eternity, Epcorn. Oh, and we have to shout out that we got to see meet Steffers and her hubby. Yeah, we did at uh, Morimoto, the best uh, Disney Springs restaurant. We did. Um, there was actually even a larger group of our friends that met at Disney Springs that day. It was a Thursday, so we were. We were working and we couldn't come out till later, so most of them had left. But we had a, a fun dinner at Morimoto, socially distanced, yes. with Steffers and Jackson, and um, it was delicious. I had the burry bop, which I always get when we go. But you had this special thing that was uh, spicy miso ramen. Spicy miso ramen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. Ooh, and I had forbidden highball, where it's a it's basically Japanese whiskey and tonic, and it was very good. Yep, and I had the Roku gin with soda water and a lime. <laughs> I had McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> they serve McDonald's there? Man, Morimoto can do anything. Crazy. <laughs> he really can. I'd like to see Morimoto's take on like a McDonald's menu. Be, I think it'd probably be pretty good. I bet it'd be delicious. Oh, yeah. I have no doubt it would probably be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a good time and it's always great to meet some of our friends from the monorail family out in the parks or around Disney Springs. And uh, hopefully someday we'll meet all of you. Yeah. No. You know, I, I learned something in, in, in the Discord. Did y'all know that Steffer's name... I don't know if I'm breaking kayfabe here. Is Stephanie? <laughs> yeah, I accidentally called her that once. She, wow. hate, she hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I called her Steph um, while we were yeah. eating one time. What about Steph Dog? Did you ever call her that? <laughs> what up, Steph Dog? Steph Dog. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, good times. We're had by all. It's been a good week. It has. And, the you know, the holiday season's just really getting started. Did did I see a video y'all sticking around and uh, there were some maybe uh, colorful explosions in the sky? Yes, what they're doing. So in Magic Kingdom, once 
night falls over Magic Kingdom. They start doing the holiday projections on Cinderella's castle, and then every which, by the way, looks awesome. Oh just yeah, from the pictures, can't imagine seeing it in real life, but it looks great through pictures. Yes, it does look great. We were actually commenting on it. We wonder if the the painting that they did on Cinderella's castle has actually made the projections clearer or something. Yeah, because the picture I took is the best picture I've ever taken on my phone of the castle. It looks very good. And then what they're doing is every 15 minutes, there's like a little burst of fireworks and they change the projection. Okay, so so it's not a full-blown fireworks yeah. show, but, yeah. but they're working the kinks out. So to, uh, that, that makes me happy to hear that we might be getting fireworks back sooner than later. Of course, uh, the world has stopped burning. Everybody wear your damn masks. <laughs> the, the, the issue that I see already starting to happen was the hub was crowded. It was. Actually, we're it's funny. We were just standing there waiting for it to happen. Yeah. Basically, for like after, like I said, after nightfall and they start the projections and start doing the changes, people just gather in the hub and hang out there. And it's, yeah. and it, and like most of the park, getting around wasn't too bad. It wasn't too crowded after dark. But in the hub, everybody was there as if there was a show that was about to begin for the night. Like it was just crowded. Wow. Yeah. It was shocking. People were laying in the hub grass. Just make, <laughs> making a night of it. Yeah. What know. is this, Woodstock? Bunch of hippies. I know. I would lay in the hub grass, though. Oh, and we did see the Muppets pop up oh, in, yeah. Liber- in Liberty Square. Gonzo, nice. the chicken. Gonzo and the chickens. Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. Essentially, what they're doing is it's not an actual show. They're just doing these little vignettes where occasionally characters will pop up. There's no sound. There's no speaking. They just do a silent performance yeah so it's a bunch of physical comedy yes, or something. yeah like miss piggy popped up and she posed I, I walked over and took a picture and she posed for me yeah Aww. yeah so um it was pretty neat it was neat to see it um lewis and val said that when they had walked by the windows were actually closed they hadn't caught it so as we were walking through liberty square the windows were open and we we're like let's hang out and see what happens and it it did we saw it we caught it so i was very happy about that yeah it yeah. was cute. Hashtag save the Muppets, as yeah. usual. I'm ready for Hashtag them to be Muppets. back around. For sure. But it was good to see that they're doing something. So. All right. Man, I really want to go down there. <laughs> You're going to come back Man. soon. You'll be back soon. Uh-huh. And and we were talking before we started rolling. I've already started looking at uh, several times to come down uh, next year. And I might have even talked uh, Mama Doan, a.k.a. The Lotus, into getting her own annual pass. So, you know, that could be fun. That would be awesome. Yes. We'd love to spend some time with both you and your mom in the park. Yeah, and she's all right. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She's whatever. <laughs> she's like the nicest lady. <laughs> he is. I'm fond of her. I've decided to keep her. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, you know, things have got to turn around. They have to. And uh, I want all of our friends to be able to come down and visit and uh, hopefully see them soon. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, once the world opens back up, y'all aren't going to be able to get rid of me for like a month. That's fine. We'll be happy you to say that, you. Now. You <laughs> say that now. <laughs> Reclaim your room. Yeah, the landing room is probably well. It's probably been in use, but but you know, it needs its master to return. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap it up for today. Garrett, why don't you start off by telling people where they can find your soon soon to be released feature film, Chump the Chimp? 
I don't know if that's gonna, okay. One, I don't know if that's going to be the title, and two, I don't know if that's going to even happen. But uh, if it does, <laughs> Skelligummy on absolutely everything. Yep. Never changes. Skelligummy everywhere. He's very consistent. And now Landon. No, oh, L A N D O Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me. 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also run a website, buttmuchchips.com, but much chips. Shit on your butt and munch. Oh, hey, it's my overlord. What's up, Satan? Uh, that's where you can find really outdated, uh, very irrelevant podcasts. So in lieu of that, I invite you to go to the iTunes store and search for Near Fall Radio. That is a podcast on the sweet science of professional wrestling with myself and Will Rab. Uh, by the way, Holy crap, big week in the world of professional wrestling. AEW's Dynamite uh, Winter is Coming special that aired on TNT this past Wednesday. Not only did we get a new AEW World Heavyweight Champion in Kenny Omega, not only is there a apparent crossover with Impact Wrestling now, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the icon, Stang, <laughs> a.k.a. Sting, Stinger. showed back up uh, and blew up Twitter. It was amazing. I felt like I was nine years old again. Uh, so it is a great time to be a fan of the sweet science of professional wrestling. So I invite, I encourage you to check that out. I have an episode that this time I will edit and, and, and uh, upload and uh, all that good stuff. Nice. I'm hoping to hear it. Garrett, what do you think about wrestling? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm also on the Phil Show News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also streaming in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk 987 app as well. As we're heading towards the holidays, uh, the Philbio is probably going to be taking some uh, vacation and time off. So uh, maybe I might be hosting some more. So uh, check that out. That'll that'll be interesting, to say the very least. And it could be an interesting, oh, God, oh, God, we're all going to die type way. But by God, I'm still getting a paycheck for it. No, nah, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing the Landon show. I hope you all tune in for that. In lieu of the morning shows with Landon, you can listen to the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Using, using my language. I know. I stole it. It's fine. You can also interact with us on Twitter at Morning Monorail. We're Monday Morning Monorail everywhere else. Visit our website, Monday Morning Monorail Podcast.com. And watch out for the YouTube videos. We got a couple that are under production. One from the Give Kids the World Village, where we visited Night of a Million Lights, and another where we were consuming way too many holiday treats in the Magic Kingdom. So coming soon. Don't forget to join us Tuesday nights at 8.30 p.m. for the Parks and Monorail's most magical hour live. You <laughs> <laughs> always fired up about it. Yes, yeah, she is. It's Sam, Justin, Frank, Jen from the Theme Park Thursday with Dillas Diz, and sometimes even occasionally Landon. Yeah, sometimes. It just so happened I was in quarantine last Tuesday and... By God, it's like, you know what? I want to get on a podcast. So there I was. Yeah, it's awesome. We have a good time. All of our friends show up. They chat in the the comments section of the YouTube. You have your own bingo game, which we I have think a, is yeah. killer. Thanks to uh, Steffers. Stephanie, she made a bingo what? card. <laughs> what? That's <Stephanie>. her name? <laughs> Thanks, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie, for the bingo card, Stephanie. 
Dr. Jacqueline's there psychoanalyzing all of our hangups <laughs> about yeah. things like writing down these people are nuts, like yeah. birthdays and, and the like. So join the fun. It's always a good time. It is. Yeah. But until then, we hope that you're having a magical holiday season and we hope you have a magical week. Bye bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all real soon.